writing in my book of rhymes all the words past the margin the whole of mic i'm throbbing mechanical movement understandable smooth shit that murderers move with the thief's theme the play me at night they won't act right the feet of hip-hop has got me stuck like a crack pipe the line activation react like i'm facing time like pappy mason with pins i'm embracing all right all right all right you back with another episode of candy yams kickback with your boy rashad little the candy curator if you just uh, joined our podcast, this is a podcast about film and using film psychology to help you and motivate you to uh, to get a better better quality of life. And what that means to me is health, wealth, love, and happiness. But on top of all of that, I um, have also used film to talk about uh, things that were not talked about in my household back in the day. And so um, a, a little bit ago, um, I started doing film and uh, curating film to, to basically heal myself from different conversations that were going on in my household. And I found out that other people also wanted to talk about those things as well. So I started hosting events. My first event was a film uh, called Time is Illmatic. And if you've never seen this film, it's a film, about, it's a 2014 film um, featuring Nas and uh, it, well, it's a, excuse me, it's a documentary, rather, and um, it's a documentary directed by One Nine and produced by One Nine, Eric Parker and Anthony Sala. The film recounts the circumstances leading up to Nas's 1994 debut album, Illmatic. Released on the 20th anniversary of Illmatic, the film includes interviews with Nas, his brother, and his father, and figures from the East Coast hip-hop scene. Nas, Time is Illmatic premiered during the opening night of the 2014 Tribeca Film Festival. So, um... This film I showed because I love Nas as a as a I'm, I'm a huge Nas fan. I'm a Jay Z fan. I'm a hip hop fan in general. But um, the one lyric that always kind of drove me with Nas is that he he talked about uh, on one of his on, on one of his albums. I think it was Stillmatic, uh, believe it or not. He hit the lyric that stuck out to me the most was uh, was Blood of a Slave, Heart of a King. Right. Blood of a slave, heart of a king. And if you take that into context, I mean, you really think about like how. Uh, how that resonates with you. Right. Um, because I'm a, I'm a historical person, I'm an African-American male living in America. And it never it never dawned on me like how uh, how much. How much shit our people have been through. And then on, you know, and then on, then on top of that, we still have to be kings and queens and so on and so forth, right? Uh, to be in a strange land where you don't know, um, you know, how your people got here for real, for real, um, unless you, you know, unless you go to ancestry.com and all of that. But to, you know, to feel lost, right? And then to still be, you know, to not know who you are and to continue to try to try to work and earn your money and take care of your family here in the United States, it just kind of, it just kind of. Uh, it's, it's kind of, you know, a lot to it all. And so, you know, when thinking about it, you just like, man, damn, yo, like our people have always kind of like been in a place where we had to elevate um, from, you know, from nothing, basically. And so Blood of a Slave, Heart of a King kind of carried me into uh, carried me into this hip hop um, download where, you know, I would look I was always looking for lyrics that would empower me and would uh, help me. Um, gather self-worth and self-mastery and, um, you know, basically motivate me and and, and uh, give me the confidence to be proud and black in America. 
And so um, forgive me for being so scatterbrained right now, but uh, um, there's just a lot of information that I want to share um, just about my own existence as, as well as others' existence as I've you know, been you know, on this journey. But uh, my journey started in 2004. I went to Winston-Salem State University. Shout out to Winston-Salem State in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And what uh, what ended up happening, you know, once I got to Winston-Salem State, is that I I just uh, I didn't know anything about a black college, and you know I, I went in, you know, just totally uh, blue and just didn't know, you know, what what to expect. And so I made it through that experience. But through that experience, I started, you know, um, on this journey of self-discovery. And what would happen is that I had friends that also were on self-discovery as well. And we didn't, you know, we didn't pose it as that. We didn't identify it as that, but that's what it was. It was a coming of age story. And so um, the reason why I picked this film, uh, Thomas Zomatics, is because Nas also had a coming of age story. He had friends and uh, different experiences that helped him, helped him become who he was. And so um, I always think that's, that's sort of interesting, the evolution of a person, right? How they change over time, the topics that they talk about, um, the people that they, you know, they chill with now versus the people that they, you know, were around then. Um, but to always keep it solid with your, you know, with your talent, right? And so Nas is always, always and has, uh, had, he is and will always be one of the best uh, to ever do it in the hip-hop realm. And so, uh, but also, you know, if you, you follow his career, he's also, you know, segued into alcohol and um not 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 the abuse of alcohol but he, he has his own commercials with uh i think it i think i forget what uh which alcohol he's endorsing and all of that he's also got bevel blade and all these different things and so uh just to see that hip-hop has you know transferred into those ranks as well is it's just exciting to hear and see that hip-hop is all over the world now but when Nas uh started rapping he did it for the love right and so you know when you do when you do things for for the love it just kind of works out a little bit better at the end and so that is also kind of cool and so anyway so 2014 uh i did this film i, sh I showed this film at uh underdog records in winston-salem north carolina and when i did that when i did that um i had about 24 people come out and i had my mom cook soul food and we talked about uh hip-hop man it was it was great man it was really cool to see that people um, were into coming out and seeing a film and seeing the way that I did a film and talked about it and all of that. And so I just got addicted to it, man, to be honest with you, because uh, the things that I picked up from those conversations were that hip hop is real. Hip hop speaks to you. Hip hop, uh, you know, gets you to move and and uh and really realize like that movement and explore exploration is is the key one of the keys to life and then also to uh you you got to have a tune in your life to help you move forward and help you through those tough times so um again if you're just if you're just joining i'm talking about uh, uh the first film that candid yams kickback ever did and it's uh and it's uh, Nas, time is illmatic, and um, I like to I like to say this uh, because I usually curate film to you know to host some sort of lesson, some sort of lesson about what and 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 how we live this life. So the lesson that I received that night, or uh, the lesson that I got from that film, is that 
uh, Nas, Nas, one of Nas's lyrics is uh, "Blood of a Slave, Heart of a King," but the other one that I like to discuss is, um, man, I'm having a brain fart right now. Uh, uh, oh, it's a song he did with Chrisette Michelle, and uh, he said he's never on schedule, but always on time, right? So in life. We always want to make a plan for where we want to be and, and how we want to be and with whom we want to be. And we always, we, we always want it to be scheduled correctly, right? Uh, we always want it to happen when we want it to happen. But it never occurs to us that some things are just never going to be on schedule, but they're always on time, okay? Um, if you think about a time in your life, uh, as you've evolved and learned new things and all of that. And you think about like, maybe, maybe you know, your adolescence or your teen years where, you know, all of us wanted to drive at some point, right? Like, you know, we wanted to get in the car and drive and go to our friend's house and go to the movies and go to the mall and, you know, maybe drive to go see a friend or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatnot. And and the excitement behind that. Do you remember how excited you were uh, when you first, when you went to driver's ed for the first time and, and or you know you went to go get your license and how nervous you were to take your sign test and then finally the driving test came and you were like, shit, I hope, I hope you don't ask me or she doesn't ask me to do anything that I don't know how to do. I know for uh, some of my friends it was tough to like parallel park. Um, I always took naturally to driving though, so it wasn't really you know, a big deal to me. But, uh, you know, I'll share this quick story. So, uh, High Point, North Carolina, my dad took me to go to uh, my driver's test. And um, I went in and um, I had been studying all night, um, you know, for those regulatory signs and the traffic signs and all of that. And um, he, uh, he stood outside and he said, well, I'm going to, you know, smoke a cigarette, you know, before I come in or whatever. And so I went in and took my regulatory sign test and all of that. And I think I may have missed like two signs. I think the max that you could miss was like five or something. And so the officer got up from the chair and he was like, he's like, all right, man, you ready to go uh, drive? I was like, yeah. And so we came outside and um, my dad uh, was, uh, he said, yeah, Mr. Lou, you know, uh, we, we're getting ready to go take Rashad for his driving test. You, you know, can we take your car? And he's like, yeah, 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 I can go ahead. And he said, I'm gonna light my cigarette, man, and go ahead. And y'all, y'all go ahead. And so we went, we turned, turned left out of the parking lot, went up the street a little bit, made a right uh, turn, made another right turn to go into this neighborhood, and then he told me to uh, do a three-point turn. And I was like, all right, bet I've been practicing that. So boom, did the three-point turn, turned around. He's like, all right, it's time to go back, man. But I was like, oh, that's it? That's it to it? Man, I was like, okay, this dude, either either I'm better than I thought I was, or this dude, like, pulling pulling my leg, bro. Like, so I just remember thinking that, but um, uh, at the time. And so I use it as an example to say, man, that you, you never know how stuff is going to work out. Because I thought that, I thought it was going to take me years to get a license, right? And, and it ended up being that day, right? So... Going back to the film, Nas had this, you know, this inkling to do hip hop and um, music and it felt good to him. Right. And as it I, I encourage you while you're while you're evolving and you're doing different things in your life, um, 
put that into context. Why do you like doing it? Who do you like doing it with? And then how uh, can you turn that into something that you could do lifelong that either you get paid for or you don't get paid for, but uh, well, you do get paid for it in some way um, from an evolution standpoint and from a self-development standpoint. How can you use that in your life to basically uh, get to your version of, uh, of a quality of life? Because you deserve it, right? Um, as as African Americans, we go through a lot of trauma, a lot of PTSD, a lot of different things in our communities and our neighborhoods that mental health has not covered yet. Um, and a lot of times, we can use music, film, culture. We can use uh, our best friends. We can use, uh, you know, anything. You know, sports to get that release. And so, I encourage you to journal about it, to um, speak about it often to uh, find that release in your life. And so for me, that is film. And so this film, Time is Illmatic, allowed me to see that you are a perfectionist at something and there's something out there for everybody to do and to wrap your um, your hands around so that you can become great at that thing. And it's not because you want to, it's because you need to in order to get that release. If you look at everybody in history uh, that has been good at anything, they found a love for it because it was a release for them, right? The Muhammad Ali's of the world, the Mike Tyson's of the world, the, um, uh, dare I say, O.J. Simpson's of the world. Um, think about the pure Bo Jackson, um, Oprah Winfrey, uh, um, you know, all of these figures, Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby, Eddie Murphy, uh, all of these different figures. It started with a love. Their evolution story started with a love of something. They love to make themselves uh, laugh or love to make themselves uh, perform or, um, you know, whatever it was that drove them. Um, you can use that same power in yourself to use it to drive you, right? So that's what life is all about. So um, that's it, man. That's, that's all I wanted to do is touch down and talk to y'all about that for a minute. Uh, you could check in every uh, every week to uh, to listen to me chronicle my journey with Candid Yams Kickback, and my hope is for you to uh, follow me on all of my socials. I can be found on uh, Instagram at uh, C N D I D G R A M, so that's Candid Graham. Uh, you can find me at Facebook at uh, Candid Yams Kickback. That's C A N D I D Y A M S Kickback. Uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, you can find me at Candid Yams Kickback. And if you'd like to leave me and drop me a personal message, my name is Rashad Little. That's R-A-S-H-A-D-L-I-T-T-L-E. And I can be found on all the social uh, platforms, um, Facebook and on Instagram at Rashad, E-D-U. And uh, yeah, man, I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to connect with you if you're out there. Um, I, I still don't know. I'm still trying to figure out this, uh, this Anchor app. Or whatnot. So if you're listening to this, man, drop me a message, man. Drop me a, a line, man, and just say, man, I listen to this or I listen to that, man. I really, I really, really uh, thank you a lot for doing that um, because I, I like to connect with people, man. I like to hear from you and how your life is going, man. So yeah, uh, be blessed until then, man. And um, I just uh, hope to see you, man. Hope to hope to talk to you guys soon. All right, peace.